Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to our community. I'm Andy Thornton coming to you from the I've Decided Studios here in Peoria, Illinois. And our community is sponsored by I've Decided and the Greater Peoria Family YMCA. So, do you strive to put the needs of others first, but often find yourself struggling for the necessary energy to be successful? Well, in today's episode of our community, we're going to discuss why it's important to take care of yourself first so that you can help others. Joining me today is Ben Watt. Ben, been here a few times on the show. Always great to see you and be with you and to share in this discussion. Thanks for the invitation to come yeah. So still the interim family pastor at, what is it, Eastside Bible Church in Morton? Yes, that's is correct. That right? yes. What else is going on in the world of Ben? Oh, um, I have a... A daughter who just turned five. Nice. And um, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. She's our youngest. And then I also have been putting together some curriculum for men to help them become impactful in their family and in their community. Great. So we'll see what becomes of that. Yeah. <laughs> that's Do you have kind a of exciting. plan for where you're going to implement or use the curriculum? Um, I do. Uh, powerful Christian Men. I have a cool. Facebook group. Yeah. called Powerful Christian Men, and there's about 100 and so guys in there. Right now we're doing a 31-day challenge All where right. you read one proverb of the Bible every day, and I have to post something from my reading every day. Every day. So that's been great, and I uh, got a few guys who've joined into that. So, so is, is it a, sorry to cut you yeah. off, but is it a social media, are you, are you doing most of the connection through Facebook, or are you having some in-person meeting? Or So God has been good to me. I've worked in men's ministry in a variety of ways since mm-hmm. 2017, yeah. uh, even before that. You've shared that a, a few yeah. times with yeah. us. That's great. So so um, social media is currently where I'm trying to expand my reach, yeah. but I still meet with guys one-on-one mm-hmm. often. And a lot of the younger generation spends time on social media too, right? So this that's is a, true. <laughs> a, a medium in which they use a lot. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's it's great because you expand your audience, which I, even this podcast will probably be listened to on social media by some people. I'm sure it will. I <laughs> so, hope it will. That's right. Because that's really the only way they're going to get it. <laughs> so, you get it from the website too, right? Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, so look, before we... So the weekly winning word, let's talk about that first with uh, the I've Decided community is durable. Yes. Right? Durable. And we were talking a little bit about that offline before we started the, the podcast here. And, um, you know, you, you, have, you offered an interesting question, right? Do you, can you name someone who's durable, right? Yes. And right. we were challenged with that a little bit. It's not as easy to come up with examples living examples of somebody who represents this word as maybe some of the other words that we've talked about. And I didn't mention this before, but when I first read the weekly winning word, my very first thought was Tupperware. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's been there forever. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, a person who's durable. And I think we were discussing and I know some people who have been through a lot of stuff and have lived a long time. My mom has passed away, but she had heart issue and a stroke and then she fell and broke her shoulder uh, and then a few years later it happened again after mm-hmm. after a stroke and i remember the second time she's in therapy i said mom is this like depressing you and she said no it's just the next thing mm. 
and uh she was durable in in that sense like i just keep pushing through the next thing in life keep moving forward yeah knowing that god's on her side and right. providing the strength that she needs to doesn't, overcome those challenges it doesn't mean that it was easy right or that there were storms but um yeah that so that, that's durable <laughs> so so i got a question for you how much time do you spend in a day or a week focusing on your own needs um with intentionality yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah right right because you could say well when you're scrolling social media that's selfish yeah. but that's not focusing on your own needs right exactly so i would prefer to ask you that question <laughs> that's fine no i would I, say it's very not nearly as much as what it should be right i'm doing better in this like literally in 2023 this has been something that i've been challenged by a couple of friends mm -hmm. as well as a coach um that you don't always have mm -hmm. to be looking out for the needs of others. You're always aware of the needs of others. Sure. But if you're in an airplane that's going down, whose oxygen mask are you supposed to put on first? Yours. Your own. Absolutely. Because otherwise you uh, won't have anything left to give to those around you. So I've been focusing on that through a morning routine, through exercise. And even when I was getting lazy in my exercise, I got a part-time job that forces me to to walk. To be moving. And be moving. All the time. And that is yeah. so important. You know, and I, I just earlier today, I was at a uh, leadership seminar here here in town. And the focus of the seminar is great content. And it was about coaching strategies for leaders to use with their, their staff, mm -hmm. right? So I went into this whole thing thinking I'm going to get some nice tips and some good strategies of how I'm going to, you know, strengthen my work with my team, right? And the thing that hit me while I was going through this is the value of not not only of of me as a leader in my organization and the responsibility that I have for so many people that work within the organization, but the value of being coached. Yes. That I don't spend nearly enough time thinking about, planning for, engaging in. And it, it kind of struck me as that's a failure of mine because I'm not filling my cup enough to where I can even be effective in working with my team. So when you think of it through the lens of dura being durable or durability, you got to take care of yourself first before you can help others. Yeah. Or the effectiveness just isn't going to be what it could be. Yeah, we talk about serving from our overflow, not mm. from our emptiness. So if I am a cup of water and it's not being refilled, then eventually I'm drained and I have nothing it's left empty. to give. But if it's overflowing, uh, because mm. I am feeding myself, refilling my cup, it's almost like limitless what you can do. Yeah. Uh, but in the context of durability, you gave us the definition, or, or Kim did, able to last or endure and the power to resist hmm. again uh if you're starving it's going to be hard to last if yeah. you're not healthy physically it's going to be hard to last right. but that applies to every other aspect as well mm -hmm. emotional spiritual uh even feeding your own <clears throat> mind when it comes to to leadership like like you were speaking of today and this is the first year i've ever hired not the first year the second time but i hired a coach mm -hmm. for specific areas in my life that i needed help and and, and I was a little irritated that I was paying him to tell me what I already knew I needed to do. Yeah. But just that investment meant, well, I'm paying for this. I'm going to do it. Right. And I think, I think you bring up an, a valid point. If you're going to last, you're going to need somebody pushing you on. 
Yeah. You know, Michael Jordan had a coach. Yeah. The greatest basketball player. Yeah. Some younger people may disagree. Yeah, some of the most ef effective leaders around, I think, take that seriously. Right. And, you know, Michael Jordan's a perfect example of that. Many people would think he knows it all, right? He has it all. He has all the tools, all the skills, but he's got to have somebody there to push him, right? To train him, to fill him up. Sure. So he has the ability to do that. And some of our listeners may not know who Michael Jordan is. So LeBron <laughs> James, uh, you know, he could be in the, the competition there for the top. He, he absolutely could be. <laughs> but it's so important. And, and you shared the definition. So, uh, able to last or endure the power to resist this is the piece that just caught me the power to resist the importance of being able to say no to avoid distraction to keep away those those negative things that could impact your ability to be um, to be filled up on a regular basis i think is, is so important and i didn't think about that when i i don't think enough when i think about the word durability strength lasting um, power, all of those things come to mind, but being able to, to avoid distraction or d the power to resist really kind of struck me as ah, an aha moment. Hmm. Yeah, I, I probably would not have <clears throat> thought of that in the context of durable. I mean, it's clearly there, but when I think about an older person who continues to have joy and purpose in their life and they've been through a lot. I think mm -hmm. of their lasting and their enduring, but the power to resist. I recently read that every uh, yes is a no to something else. Mm -hmm. And I suppose conversely, every no is a yes to something else. And so there are so many distractions available yeah. and temptations mm -hmm. and um, opportunities, uh, shiny objects. Yeah. And there are so many things we have to learn to say no and I think in, I don't want to get ahead of you here, but in Kim's example in the article about the Pantheon, yeah. which I would like to clarify for those who are like me, that is not the Parthenon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Parthenon are ruins in Greece. The Pantheon is a building that is still in use right. in Rome. In Rome. Or Italy, yeah. So, but the, the Pantheon has a purpose right now. It's a, a Catholic church. But if they lost sight of its purpose mm -hmm. and they said, well, we need some of this concrete. Well, it's not concrete, whatever it was made of. Limestone. Limestone. Right. And, Volcanic and, ash. Yes. We need that for another project. And they started chipping away at it to use it on another project. This building would not still be here. Yeah. yeah. So obviously the building doesn't have a mind of its own to resist that. But those around it did not allow it to be repurposed right. and reused. Yeah. It was able to to resist those other possible. Yeah, that, that was a really interesting story. And I think a great example of, of durability. Um, and as Kim kind of pulled out the, the three elements of that story that I think we can utilize in our daily life. Right. And so mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about that. The first one is, is substance. You know, what are you made of? Um, because our makeup determines our endurance. Yeah, that's a that's a great rhetorical, introspective question. Mm -hmm. um, what am I made of? Are you made of Facebook ads? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I think about. What are you What are you putting into your body? 
right? Whether physically or spiritually, mentally, what are the things that you're absorbing to um, make you who you are is going to determine or affect your ability to be durable. It's interesting. We, we've mentioned this before, but I ran for state representative. Yeah. And when that was over, uh, I didn't win. Uh, I won in a lot of ways, but I didn't sure. win the seat. Right. Right. <laughs> but when that was over, I took a break from watching the news mm -hmm. because I needed to uh, remember what I was made of, right. like not be consumed by that. And uh, I just saw a short video clip of some uh, speaker who, uh, motivational speaker, who said he never watches the news mm -hmm. because the news is always telling bad news because bad news sells. Now there are some right. good stories, sure. but I thought, what would my life be like if I never mm. watched the news? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I'll read it or I'll, the, the headlines are gonna get to you somehow. Mm -hmm. But if you just stop this continual- uh, Cycle of Yeah, cycle of just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and they may even mean well, but mostly they're just trying to get ratings. But what, what would happen if you just stopped watching the news for a season? Um, you know, are, are you made up of one crisis to the next? Like we always need something to, to make us angry or to get us excited or whatever. What if what if we stop and we're just quiet long enough to find out what am I made of and de decided what we were going to put in? Right. How would our outcomes be different? Yeah. Are you intentional about the books you read? Right. What's the, what's the purpose in, in the book that you're reading? What's it? What, what do you hope to get out of that? Right. The food <laughs> that you put in your body. Right. That's yeah. important. You, have, you, you need to be healthy. Yes. physically healthy in order to be durable um, and everything else, whether it's TV or the relationships yes. that you have with other, other people in your life, whether they're men, women, you know, are they bringing value to your life or are they sucking energy out of your life? Right. That all plays into who we are as individuals. That really, uh, you know, that popular phrase I've forgotten now who, who said it, but you're the, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. I believe that. As a, a guy in ministry, I often am, and this was even my nature before I was in ministry growing up, I'm kind of drawn to the underdog. And I've had to work really hard to be intentional about being around successful people mm. because I've had a bad, bad attitude about that. Yeah. Not, not in recent years, but sure. like, that's something I had to intentionally be like, if I want to become successful, I need to be around successful people. Well, they don't need me. So why would I be around it? They don't need me. It's the poor person that needs me. Right. Well, that's true. But what I've learned is that you run out of juice, <laughs> you're not going to be able to serve right. anybody else. Right. And so that substance, what are you made of? It's so important that your fuel, I like the way you put it there, your fuel will determine your durability or your weakness. Mm -hmm. um, again, the substance of that Pantheon building was remarkable. Um, a miracle of architecture, as I said, or a miracle of uh, yeah. something. How do we, yeah, architectural miracle, the way that the crystals were formed and it doesn't crack. Mm -hmm. And so there are things that we can do to keep us from cracking. Mm -hmm. And we're exploring that today. Absolutely. But, but uh, We've got to be intentional about it for sure. Yeah. So it, we, I think substance, right? What are we made of? What are we consuming? Where are we spending our time? Who are we spending our time with? All plays a part in our ability to be durable, right? Yeah, Finds the strength. So let's move on to the second thing. And, and the second point was love, right? Do you care enough <laughs> about yourself 
right? Do you nurture yourself? Which is uh, hard to do. It really is, especially, you know, I think of somebody who has been in a pastoral role and in ministry the way that you are. Um, there's a lot of people in, right, in need or a lot of people you're spending a lot of time with. Um, and th that can become a challenge, I would imagine, right? And I know that there's a lot of a might, lot of data out there where pastors are leaving the pulpit because it's becoming it, it's so hard to do over a long period of time because you're constantly helping others and maybe not getting filled up the way that you should be. I think that happens with good CEOs as sure. well. Absolutely, I, I think, it does. Um, I, I, you know, we like to all say that we have the hardest um, job in the world. Right. Pastoring is hard. I do think it's very weighty, very weighty. Um, I, I've had to be in the courtroom with, well, not in the courtroom, but outside the courtroom when children were being removed from a home. Mm. And there's really no grief like that. Mm. Like if your child dies, that is horrible, right. but it's out of your control. This one, you just feel like you have all these hoops to jump through. Mm. I've been with <clears throat> folks um, who've lost loved ones and you're right, that's very draining. Mm. But also getting a call when I was the director, the HR director and safety director at Peoria Charter Coach yeah. at 2 a.m. in the middle of the, of the night that a bus was broken down in Pennsylvania with 50 high schoolers on it. That was not as weighty as pastoring, but it was more stressful. Sure. <laughs> like if you're if you lose a loved one and I need to come comfort you, I can do that tomorrow mm -hmm. usually or I can come tonight. But we know what to do. <laughs> but when you broke down on the side of the road. So I think this applies not just to pastors, but to everybody. Sure it does. Absolutely. Do you, do you take care of yourself? And I was sharing this example with you guys earlier. I don't generally go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. So when I worked all those years at Peoria Charter, every two years I had to get a physical. I also drove a school bus part-time in the past, and I also had to get a physical every year. So I was like, well, I, what do I need a doctor for? I keep passing my physical. And yesterday I went on my own and had an appointment <laughs> with a family doctor. And he said, so why are you here to see me? And I was like, well, because everybody says I need a doctor and I don't have one. <laughs> and all my labs came back good. Yeah. I'm glad about that. But my blood pressure was high. And he's like, well, there's three things you can do. Mm. You can take medicine. You can lose weight. And you can exercise. Mm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I wish I could take a pill and it would just be all better. Yeah, but yeah. I have to put the work in, right? You got to work at it. So sure. that is, strangely enough, part of love. It is. It is. And it's not easy. But I think you have to have that mindset of, right, I, I need to take care of myself, right? I have to invest in my physical, spiritual, mental well-being in order for me to be in a position to even consider helping others, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you, you're, you can do it if you don't take care of yourself, but you can't sustain it. Eventually, right. you're going to run down. You're going to run out of fuel, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got to have that spirit of, I understand I got to take care of myself. I got to love myself enough to put my needs first, which is hard for some people to do. And it's understandable because we're not, we're taught not to be selfish and it feels somewhat selfish. But uh, it, you were sharing your perspective a little earlier that, you know, that of the value of, of um, taking that time for yourself, which I think is extremely important. And that, that just speaks to this. Absolutely. And I, th I think that if you're ready to go to the next point, that purpose, yeah, let's go. that purpose really drives that self-love. So mm -hmm. we're not, 
talking about self-love like you're a selfish person who right. only cares about themselves. There right. are plenty of folks like that right. who don't see the needs of their employees, don't see the needs. And, and I've been in environments yeah. where it's like banging your head against the wall. Do you see your employees need this and you're just ignoring it? They're not machines, they're people. Mm. <laughs> but um, I also have experienced a lack of purpose which then led to poor health. Yeah. I mean, I personally can testify that, but I've also seen it where oh, it doesn't really matter if I take care of my health. It's not like I'm accomplishing anything anyway. Right. You know, I failed. So I'll just come home, watch TV and eat yeah. ice cream. Right. And I think as we talk about purpose, that really feeds into that. I'm nurturing myself for the sake of being able to serve others. Yeah. I went to the doctor to make sure I'm in good health and get coaching on what I need to do mm -hmm. to get that blood pressure down because I don't want my family to lose me right. because I did not do my job to take right. care of myself. Right. But the family is what's driving me there. <laughs> I probably wouldn't go to the doctor because I'm like a typical man. Why would I go to the doctor? Right. <laughs> so. Right. But you've, but you value your family enough to put that at the forefront and take care of myself and take care of yourself. So that I can be durable enough yeah. to watch them grow up. Right. Well, and I think having a purpose and having a goal, having a dream, having objectives to fulfill professionally, personally, or whatever, you know, it, that's the purpose you need in order to, you know, make sure you're putting the right substance in your bodies, right, to be strong as you could possibly be, to make sure that you're putting, you're loving yourself enough to care for yourself it, without purpose, you may struggle with the other parts of this, right? Yes. All of these things are what makes it whole almost. You can't just have two of the three, right? You right. can't have substance and love and no purpose. You can't have love and purpose and no substance. Exactly. You got to have all of it in order to really put yourself in a, in a position to be successful. And, and again, Kim gave us this great illustration in the Pantheon. So it had a very specific purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, she said like in a the community center. Yeah. Yeah. For lack go. of a better term. That's right? right. A place for, for people to go. Yes. And be proud of. Right. And, and because of that, they built it with durable substance and they've clearly taken care of it all these years. That would be the, the love part. Mm -hmm. And so we just think if, if I wanted to build myself like this Pantheon, Pantheon, I have a purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to have substance. And I've got to take care of what I have. Mm -hmm. That's what the love is. And I think I think your question here, how are you serving and making a difference? Do your goals and dreams inspire people and make an impact in your area of influence? Again, um, I supervised the, the cleaning crew at Peoria Charter for many years. And I wanted these people to feel purpose in what we were doing mm -hmm. because a paycheck is a terrible reason to work. Right. It is the number one reason, but you would like to have more than that. Right. And I would say, I want us to be the limousines of transportation. Mm -hmm. Like you could get a cab, that's a school bus, or you could hire Peoria Charter and that's the motor coach and we're the limousine. So when they get on here, it shouldn't look like the interior of a cab. Right. It should be clean. And I, I literally, like that was my goal to inspire them to think of themselves as contributing to luxury. Creating an experience. Yes. Right. And several of them bought into it <laughs> and that was great it made it so much more fun like i i want us not to just avoid complaints i want us to wow our customers and mm -hmm. so 
you may think, oh, all I'm doing is cleaning the bus, but you are part of why people are going to have a great trip to Six Flags yeah. or a great trip to college or wherever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And purpose, it, it really drives the other two. I think it does. I think it does. So I, I think in summary, right, in order to set ourselves up to be durable, right, long lasting, we got to have a purpose. We got to make sure that we're putting the right fuel on our body. Our substance is of value and that we love ourselves. We take care of ourselves so that we can continue to be here. And all three, it's like a stool. And those are the three legs of the stool. And if you take one of those away, you're going to have a hard time staying upright. And if you're like me, there are, have, are seasons in your life where you're struggling to find the meaning or the purpose. Sure. But the taking care of yourself and the substance, that's, that's really very objective. You can mm -hmm. just do that. Right. And then the purpose will begin to take shape. Sometimes we're like, well, I'm not going to invest in myself until I have the purpose. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the investment is what you will help you figure out your purpose true so i want to encourage you like if you're listening and you're like yeah i just i'm in a dead end place mm -hmm. we'll still pour into the other two and that third one you just keep seeking and finding and it'll it will come to life and the purpose can change right <laughs> absolutely From season to season year oh, to man. year look at decade my, to decade look right? at my linkedin <laughs> we were joking about that earlier who is this guy uh, he's been a lot of stuff yeah his, yeah, but that's okay. Those yeah. are great experiences, Absolutely. right? That you can lean into and learn from and and, and build off. Of. Right. So this has been great. Thank you, Ben. Been. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure. And thank you out there for joining us this time on our community. Hopefully this has been helpful for you and we look forward to seeing you here next time on our community.